Yeah, guys, welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast Chats with Enoch, and I'm so excited to be back. And first of all, before we even start everything, I would like to say congratulations to all uni students in Ghana who completed in 2022. Yeah, we just saw you guys graduate and having your ceremony this um, past week and yeah, past week and the last two weeks. I mean, you've had your ceremony and we are so excited about your, you know, completion and you doing exploits out there i know you lot are doing very well out there applying whatever that you learned in the university out there yeah it's not been easy it hasn't been easy i'm actually talking like i wasn't even part of this we just graduated yeah so congratulations to us all and we wish ourselves the best and then we we should actually continue to prioritizing ourselves into changing the world and making it a better place yeah this has been one of the longest weekends I've actually enjoyed ever since I started working and um, relating it to the whole graduation thing and everybody coming back to school you know we, um, we completed in September 2022 and then it's been like five years since we graduated and um, since we completed and finally we get to see each other again and also catch up and like it's like a little bit of reunion because of the whole graduation thing it's like a little bit of reunion and I really loved it I really actually loved seeing my friends again seeing my schoolmates again i was like oh you've grown oh you've become fat i don't care when you tell you are fat yeah but yeah that is it and i'm so excited that we are back here again and it's 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 surreal to be fair it's surreal actually going back into knust as an alumnus i feel like it's so different as compared to you being a student because with a student you actually come in coming to study but here i am coming to grab my first class i'm coming here to grab my certificates with my friends and let me tell you lost something regardless of your class do best do do your best outside because that's the ticket that you're holding it's, it's a privilege to have that certificate it's a very very big privilege to have that certificate regardless of the school you went it's a very big privilege to have that certificate because not everybody is going to get the opportunity or chance that you've gotten to have um tertiary education i mean advanced education and then you even have plans of continuing to have um to get in a master's phd and all that so cherish it cherish the moment cherish um the certificates you've gotten cherish your accomplishments your achievements because looking at it it's 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 it wasn't an easy journey it wasn't an easy task and we are all here and i'm so grateful to see that we've all accomplished what we wanted to accomplish regardless of the class each and every person had and we've all been able to grab something and trying to make the world a better place yeah, welcome back to another episode. This is the ninth episode of the Reports Podcast Chats with Enoch, with me, your host Enoch, and I'm so excited to be here. If I'm being fair, I'm extra excited to be back. This has been crazy out here, and this has been the longest. Um, I mean, this has been the longest um, weekend I've ever had ever since I started working. I started working in January, yeah, and. It was right after the Christmas festival, so that doesn't really count. So this has been the longest um, weekend I've actually had, starting from um, Friday till today. So tomorrow we're going back to work. It's annoying. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you out there. 
wherever you find yourself on this planet i hope you are doing well and i hope you are grabbing onto something to make your life better yeah i know you're achieving all that you've actually taxed yourself to achieve and if you're not achieving them now there's more room for improvement and there is still time to achieve if you feel like there's no time there's still time to achieve and everything is going to be fine yes so today we are actually going to tackle um education and without wasting my time let's look at what's on the table yeah guys so welcome back and talking about education here we are looking at the challenges about concerning education the education system in ghana so i'm going to actually take it from this viewpoint okay so some weeks ago i saw that an article from um, one of the media houses in this country talking about the fact that um talking about or they wrote about them the, the, the education minister um who was discussing ways to introduce new um science programs uh, or science course or subjects into the curriculum because the world is changing into a technological space yes the world is advancing into a new age and that is the technological age yeah we had the um industrial age and then we are having the um technological age now and with saying that i felt like you know what i feel the country in itself has a lot to do there's like a lot of basic things that we have to do to even try and be like the countries that we are trying to be like if i've been fair we are trying to be like the united kingdom we are trying to be like germany we are trying to be like russia we are trying to be like belgium we are trying to be the we are trying to be like the netherlands we are trying to be like the united states of america we are trying to be like canada we are trying to be like france but are we doing the right things are we putting money in the right areas where we need to put money to build ourselves accordingly are we actually doing the right things okay so when i read this article i was like no that you don't have to put in a lot of science courses to like change the perspective of the education system to um get more graduates who are actually graduating in the science field to get into these technological professions that you are trying to you know establish that's not the that's not the way that's not the solution now and some time ago he also this um same minister, um education minister was the one who said that the whole um you see a lot of people graduate from universities and tertiary institutions across the country and then they come out and then they can't even find jobs to do because most of the program that they studied in the university some of these courses or programs don't have their jobs or professions here in ghana so i was like why don't you actually create a mode a medium or create a space where you could help create these kind of jobs relating to these programs rather than just sitting there and trying to like go on and say we have to trash these kind of you know um these programs from the system is not actually needed until the same person isn't that the same ministry i'm not going to actually refer to him because maybe he might not have been there when that program was introduced but isn't that the same ministry that's they 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 actually you know propose the um these programs to buy the universities i mean the universities may be autonomous in some way but i think before you can actually like go on and introduce um a program 
in your university or in a public university the universe um, i think the ministry of education and the tertiary association whatever needs to know about it so and they the same people who had the idea and and they the same people like don't i mean they had the idea they knew that um this um this public university or like this tertiary institution which is public which is somehow under the government because the government pays subsidiary of um the um, students fees I mean the undergraduates who are actually regular uh, the regular undergraduate students the government pays a part of their um, school fees so the government has a hand in the university's activities one way or the other so like I feel they had an idea and they knew that this is what um, the university is proposing and this is what the university is bringing to the table so they had to go on and do like you know accept it and you know I, I mean there's a lot of process that they use in doing that maybe I may be wrong I stand to be corrected anyway as I was saying the ministry might have known or had an idea about the university bringing up a program of that sort and why didn't they actually tackle the problem of it's not having of that program not having its kind of profession here in the country before allowing that program to enroll in the system you know what I mean because it doesn't actually make sense if you bring up if you tell me oh there are a lot of programs that they study in the university but when they that those programs don't have its professions here in the country so when you come out of the university into the corporate world in this country I mean this country's corporate world you can't actually like see your way forward or be in the actual profession that you you're trying to be in okay so I was actually thinking there's a lot of things that we need to do okay but before we actually start even getting in deeper into it because we, why am i even saying deeper we've already gotten deeper already let me just talk about a bit how the system actually works or how the system looks like so the Ghanaian um, education system works on the six three four four no six three four four um a curriculum so or and sometimes it's actually six three three four yeah, sometimes it depends on the political party in power but for the past i mean eight years five um seven eight years it's been six three four four okay so i'm sorry it's been six three three four so with this is three three four it actually means you go for basic education for six years i mean primary education for six years so year one to year six between the ages of six to twelve you have to enroll for six years in primary school then you move to the junior high school and in in the primary school this is what they do they do four core subjects which is english math science and um social studies and then they have um elective subjects i mean in the primary school there is no specialization everything is core so they have um religious and moral education they have physical education they have citizenship citizenship education they have history they have um French and they have the different dialects. So with the, I think it's a dialect that you actually have to spe um, specialize because you may want to do a particular dialect instead of um, a particular dialect relating to the tribe you are coming from. So with all of these, I was actually seeing a lot of things going on in primary school and you know primary school just to give you the basic knowledge of what you're actually trying to study, the subject that you're trying to study, the topics introduced in that subject. The primary um, knowledge that you need to acquire that's what the whole primary education is about and with um, the junior high school education with the junior high school education like only specialization comes when comes um, we, and even with the primary school um, education we have um, ICT which is about um, 
information and communication technology or is information communication and technology it's about ICT okay it's about computing it's about you know the, um, everything about computing and technology so um, it goes around studying um, basic things about Microsoft Word Microsoft Excel I mean everything about a computer okay to what is it what is in the computer software and like uh, also the hardware components of a computer then you go to junior high school with junior high school you still do the four um, major courses um, or subjects which is math science and social studies as well as english language then you do french you do the um dialect the ghanaian any of the ghanaian dialects being it's a fancy tree equipment tree fancy tree um krobo um ga um also enzima bono tree and i think um Salam, I, I I don't really I don't really know the northern um dialects. I don't really know much of the, about the northern dialects. But yeah, there are different different dialects in northern Ghana. That I think northern um those uh, um having education in northern Ghana actually goes through, and then you you go on to read base um is it basic um BDT I've forgotten something basic design and technology i think that's the name yeah bdt that's um comprised of home economics that uh, which includes clothing and weaving and cooking and everything that has to do with you know those kind of things and then they have pre-technical skills which deals with technical skills i mean um, when it comes to technical drawing construction and everything and then they have um they do have um um, home economic and they do actually have visual arts and in primary school you do a little bit of creative art they do have visual arts and visual arts comprise of drawing and painting and all those kind of things and they also do French yeah French is one of the main subjects that we do here in Ghana so you do all of these subjects and the only area that you get to specify is either in the Ghanaian language or in the BDT aspect and then from there that's um, the junior high school is just for three years. So from year seven to year eleven, sorry, from year seven to year nine. So comprising of the age groups of um, uh, fifth, no, relax, thirteen to fifteen, or thirteen to sixteen. It depends because some people don't actually start schooling early. So some people may be late uh, when it comes to age and everything. And then. You move to secondary school also with secondary school sometimes it get it becomes four years depending on the kind of governments we are having or the kind of political party in power and sometimes it's three it's three years so when it's three years yeah you just have to go for um three years of education in secondary school and with that um it has to go from the ages of 16 to um 19 and when it's four years it's, it could be 16 to 20 and some people actually complete secondary school around 18 and 17. it doesn't matter the age range doesn't really matter people get into school early others don't yeah so with all of these education system um within the secondary school section you do that's where actual specialization starts from so we have the general arts and with the general arts we have different classes and like every class is doing four elective aside the four main course and the four main core subjects which is english math science and um, social studies each um, person gets to read um four different uh, i think four extra courses in their curriculum i mean f 
from their specialization so if you're in general arts you'll be doing courses like um, general knowledge in arts um, elective math or further math as some countries may call it you may do something like um, geography economics government history um, government is the same as politics yeah and you may do things like music literature and a whole lot and i think some classes do french others do um akan that's local dialects yeah others do Ghanaian languages and yeah everything concerning social science and you know humanities that's where you can find them you can find everything concerning social science and humanities in the general art department and then when it comes to general science it's basically science so chemistry physics further maths and biology and sometimes they add geography in some schools they add geography and then we have agricultural science which is basically about agriculture and then we have visual arts which is basically about visual arts and every um subject does under um visual arts and then we have business which is accounting costing business management and further maths and all of those and i think we have home economics and with home economics they've actually divided into two we have the clothing section and we have those who are doing food in or uh, food and nutrition should i say F food diet and nutrition so they do a lot of cooking they learn more about you know biology they do a little bit of chemistry and also they like they lean more into the scientific aspect of you know home economics or should i say when it comes to food and nutrition and all those kind of things so like you are actually learning or practicing to be a dietitian or a nutritionist in the future and then with those with the clothing are actually into fashion everything fashion so they are coming up with their own fashion um, fashion sense and coming up with their own fashion ideas and all those kind of things and from there you go into university and that's also four years or six years depending on the program you choose to study or the program the program you actually choose to study or the one you know you choose the program you choose a number of programs then you are given one okay so the program you are studying it depends on the, on the duration so whether it is six years or it is four years then you stay in school for that period and then study those programs accordingly then complete with uh, first degree or a bachelor's of arts degree a bachelor's in fine arts a bachelor's uh, bachelor's in science or is it bachelor's of science bachelor's in science or um yeah whatever so um with this whole system you know there's like a lot of things that goes on and like a lot of training and everything but the Ghanaian ideology okay a basic Ghanaian ideology are or um an ordinary Ghanaian ideology concerning how people like the whole schooling or education thing is you go to school you learn what you have been taught in class you learn it very well understand it come write your exam pass and move on that's the basic Ghanaian ideology concerning education and that is totally wrong education itself is not about learning what is taught in the classroom alone and just writing exam and passing no here you are learning everything and training yourself as a prospective and when you train yourself as a prospective yeah that's where you're moving forward because you are training yourself so that you can actually apply whatever that you have been taught in class in the outside world okay so outside of the classroom you can actually apply whatever you have been taught in class but a lot of people don't do that they feel like yeah it's just you know 
what they are trying to tell me to do so i'm going to do that alone no it shouldn't be that way it should be totally different totally different so your education should actually be like it's actually based on you learning something in class you getting to reason around it and you being able to apply it outside of the classroom as well it's not just learning and writing exam and passing that wouldn't actually take you anywhere what about you coming up into the corporate world or the outside world and you can't even try and you know cope with what's going on you can't even apply so how are you going to even manage yourself in the working space and all those kind of things so with this whole education system and them trying to bring in more science um, courses, I feel like it's wrong to bring in more science courses rather than why don't um, you um, introduce more resources or bring up more resources and facilities to help children in their education, okay, with the teaching and learning, bring up resources to help them to understand a lot of things. because. I, I, I kid you not, a lot of kids in primary school and junior high school and even some in secondary school don't know even how to use um, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel and all those kind of things. They don't know their way around the computer because their schools don't have computer laboratories. Their school don't have ICT resources to help these kids to learn about ICT. So they just like, it's just, you know, you imagining things and I feel like that is very, very wrong if you are being fair. It's very, very wrong. The Ghanaian education system lacks resources to its students but always trying to put out a new curriculum, a new motive, a new, um, you know, a new strategy to help put the, um, to put the education on the map yeah your education is on the map ghana has one of the best education in the co on the continent but that doesn't uh, it, it's not it's not the best if uh, if you are someone in ghana you may feel like okay there's more to do and there's more like there's a lot like there's more room for improvement and they really need to improve then one of th one of the things that i feel is a lot when it comes to science students okay like they also need a lot of things they also need a lot of you know resources to go by having practicals and everything the kind of education is so much based on theory to the extent that you actually think about it sometimes and be like you are only you know becoming academically good but you're not becoming applicably good if you get what i'm trying to say because it's only theory it's the it's theory based they can give you the ideas if you ask questions you know if you ask kids questions and all of those kind of things people graduate from universities get into companies ask them everything and like they get into the outside world you ask them a lot of questions and they can give you the ideas the theories and everything but trying to apply it is the problem being practical being, being practical is one of the problem and I would actually like to thank KNUST for doing the best for me, to be fair. KNUST, I, I, I actually believe in KNUST and I actually love the fact that the university is one of the best in the country because lecturers in KNUST take their time to identify a problem and then they take their time to, 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 to take you around that problem and help you apply that problem on the outside world with solutions so it's not always like sitting in class and listening to a lecture a lecture lecture or let's listening to them talk about everything academically and just go on i mean my department department of history and political science lecture these doctors wouldn't come to class and just come and lecture and expect you to just write what they lectured um, they lectured um, in their exam paper and expect you to get a good mark no they want you to reason they want you to think critically they want you to reason they want you to actuate they want you to um 
provide some logical application to whatever it is that you are writing okay to the question that they've asked you relating to your course they don't just ask you a question about history no they relate everything to the outside world and expect you to apply common sense as well as what you've been taught so just generalize everything make the uh, good uh, great sense out of it and then apply it that's how you apply things you, just, you don't just start writing rubbish um whatever that they taught you in class exactly the same thing and expect them to give you a high mark so people may actually you know um, write exam and be like oh i really wrote it and it comes and then they are having a d and they don't understand how they got a d you didn't apply you weren't applicable enough you weren't sensible you didn't show them that you are sensible and you have enough sense or understands whatever it is that you were taught in class to apply it so when you get into the outside world you're actually failing and yeah, it is a real thing. So with Ken yesterday, I'm going to applaud them for knowing how to actually help students apply things in the outside world. And, but with the other university, I didn't go to those universities, so I can't actually tell. But I know they are doing the same thing. But I feel like there is so much to do, okay, when it comes to the application aspects. We've, we've, actually, sentenced, uh, we've actually centered ourselves so much on the theoretical aspect that we don't really think about the um, application aspects, okay? So when it's time to apply, students can give you all the ideas and everything. And it has happened. We all have seen the evidences with um, National Science and Math quiz. These um, contestants from B um, different, different secondary schools would come. They would contest against each other. They will have a winner. They will go out there and then they are presented something. They can come up with a very good idea. But applying it, working around the resources is a problem. So why don't we actually help ourselves by giving ourselves enough time, bringing things forward for us to understand, um, providing uh, um, resources to our um, um, schools and um, into the education system and everything to help students know their way around what they are learning theoretically so they can actually apply it. Okay, because you learn about um, the digestive system, the nervous system, the... Um, you know the respiratory system and all of those kind of things and then you can't actually like point out how they actually work or how the labeled parts or the various parts in the digestive system or the nervous system and it could be anything it could be a human it could be a herbivore it could be a carnivore it could be an omnivore but you can point out the digestive system of a chicken or um should I say a cock or a hen and or you can actually point out the digestive system of a goat or um, a sheep you can point out the digestive system of a fish and digestive system of um, of a snake a frog and everything they teach us all of those things in secondary school but you can't actually point out how they actually you know operate and all those kind of things because you don't like you just saw the picture a diagram of it in the book and you just have to imagine okay so Take your take take yourself from the real world a little bit and then go into your abstract world. Think about it and imagine. And if you are not actually good at imagining things and trying to understand things from that point of view, you are going to really suffer. And that's how it actually works here in Ghana. So there's a lot to go around and there's a lot to actually like, you know, figure about when it comes to application in Ghana. That's the one that's one of the biggest problems. Yeah, that's one of the biggest problem in the country when it comes to education. There is like there is less application, but too much too much theory. If you could actually balance both, I think it's going to help. Now, putting aside the whole theory theoretical appli and application whatever, 
now let's come to the the education system i think the education system needs some reforms especially in the secondary school so when this current government came into power they introduced the free senior high school um policy which actually says now you can go to secondary school for free okay you complete your bm your junior high school you write a basic certificate basic um education certificate examination then you apply for a senior high school the system takes you through the whole thing so the system will actually it will base on your um, performance in the um, final exam that you wrote in junior high school then the system would do the, its own thing and then place you in one of the schools here in Ghana there are different types of schools we have grade A schools, grade B schools, grade C schools, grade D schools and even grade E schools and then depending on your performance they actually for now they they say they actually mix it up so yeah that's how they do it so they like mix up both good and poor students and everything you know i mean when, when I, I mean academically good and academically poor students they mix everybody up and then they like put you all in one basket so that you can actually help each other but it doesn't actually look good now because with the free senior high school thing i think students actually spend a lot of time in the house as compared to spending a lot of time in the school because recently this year alone Stu the students i think the second years went to school in january okay they re resumed in january and then when they went to school i think somewhere february ending or early of march they came home and they are still home and now the first and final years have joined them in the house and i don't really get it why do they spend a lot of time in the ha in, in the in the in the in the house rather than spend a lot of time in school trying to gather everything and trying to like find their way around and analyze situations in different courses or programs or subjects they are studying and trying to apply it in any way possible but i don't know why they spend a lot of time here in the houses and i think there's been conversations about it there's there's actually been conversations about it but the fact that it goes on and on i mean you introduced this policy knowing very well that a lot of schools in the country lack facilities to you know take up all of these students who are completing junior high school so there's going to be overcrowded um, um overcrowding in the secondary schools and also you know like people would actually get people don't even this facilities can't contain everyone so yeah that's why i think they are running that kind of shifts yeah and it doesn't look good to be fair it doesn't look good maybe before introducing the program they should have actually thought about maybe finding ways to improve facilities uh, i mean f infrastructure in these schools i yeah to improve the infrastructure in these schools and all that so that it would actually help to contain everyone okay so you have maybe a 10-year plan to um, um for infrastructure increment then you increase all the infrastructures i mean you come together with the heads of the schools they they find ways to do these kind of things and it's helping each and everyone it's not only helping them or their schools it's helping each and everyone so when you bring up this program that you want to pay school fees for every student who is in the secondary school level then you go ahead but at one point i was like if this is the problem i feel like why don't you actually establish schooling in your district policy okay so you want to pay for school fee you want to pay everyone school fees okay so why um the 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 the, the initiative is okay if you want to 
if you want the government to pay your fees for you okay the government is also introducing um you have to uh, schooling in your district so you have to school in your district and schooling in your district you look at it from this perspective so like everybody should uh, um every junior high school student who is completing should actually want a school in their district there are lots of schools in different different districts and some districts have up to 10 schools so you have to school in your district then then schooling in your district you'll be a day student so you go from the house you then um, you stay in school for the school hours after school you come back home okay but if you want to be and then there can be an exception where people who actually don't want to school in the addition may have the exception of taking their children to their preferred schools okay but the exception there is you're going to pay for yourself yeah you have to pay for yourself because your child is going to stay out of their district and they're going to stay thousands of miles or hundreds of miles away from home so they're going to have to stay in the boarding houses so you have to take care of the boarding houses and maybe a part of the tuition yeah there should have been that okay so um you school in your district you get everything for free you get your school fees paid you're not staying in the boarding house you're going from the house but if you are but not to actually make the um boarding houses um more or less like abandoned you know buildings even even schooling your district and everybody being a decent they could actually convert the boarding house into laboratories libraries and classrooms a lot of schools don't even have libraries yeah they could convert them into libraries laboratories and classrooms to help cater for the number of students coming in okay because you are providing free education so everybody wants to send their their children to school so those who actually they have some can now have hope of sending their children to school so why don't you you know clear off the whole boarding thing and then make everything you know um uh, 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 um, convert everything into facilities that would actually cater for these students coming in okay so if the exception so that's that would be schooling in your district but if you want an exception if you want to move all the way from the Ashanti region to greater Accra to school yeah your parents will pay half of your fees as normal and the government will take half of it and then your parents will pay full boarding fees because you want to stay there so your parents will pay full boarding fees I think that would really help if that was the initiative that came with the whole um free shs thing i i don't know if stakeholders and yeah and partners actually discuss this because i know they actually discussed the whole free education thing before bringing it into existence and all that and one of the major problems that comes with schooling here in ghana is you see a lot of kids waking up very early at 4 a.m 5 a.m preparing for school because they school outside their district so if schooling inside their district is introduced in this country yeah, a lot of students wouldn't have to wake up as early as 5 a.m 4 a.m even workers people who work 9 to 5 don't even have to wake up at 5 a.m and start preparing for work because they're going to make money this is someone this is a child who is going to acquire knowledge in school they're going to stay in school for six um for six to eight hours and then they have to wake up as early as 8 um 4 a.m 5 a.m start preparing because their school is about you know seven kilometers eight kilometers nine kilometers away from where they live so if the child is able to school in their district okay it helps them i mean mobilization is easy they're not going to have to wake up early because of traffic or because of getting you know a lot of Ghanaians um around 60 percent of Ghanaians use um public transport so trying to find their way around town to get a bus and 
get to their destinations and all of that it's even dangerous okay trying to leave your house early that much because people you know these wicked people or these um thieves or mobs that are walking around trying to rob people very early in the morning we hear about stories of we hear about stories all the time and we feel like yeah it's a normal thing it's a normal thing a child shouldn't be up at that um that early to be going to school because the school is outside of their district and the school is so far away if you feel like i mean this should be some option to parents or yeah parents or guardians who have cars their own cars so you feel like your child has to wake up early to go to school then maybe you are driving your child to school that one is safer okay because you have you, you have them under your care throughout from your house to the school but if you have to get them into a bus for them to ride from their station uh, in, in the vicinity they live to the school area then when they close from school they have to get an another bus from the school to the vicinity they live that's quite, quite risky putting their lives in danger and also schools should a lot of schools don't just you especially the um public schools they don't provide um school buses for their um for their wards uh, i mean for their people so like they parents or the guardians would have to go under through the stress of getting their children private you know cups and everything ubers and boats to help them with their transportation to and from home and to and from school so it's it's, it's a lot so there is a, um schooling in your district alone as a policy is going to help a lot of you know aspects in our education system that we've been facing problem with over time because there's a lot of things in these areas that are real problems and then when we introduce these kind of things i mean schooling in your district is going to help us a lot it's going to help us so much because there are schools in my district why should i go why should i have to travel about 10 kilometers to go to school in another district i mean i cross about eight um sorry i cross about two or three districts before getting to that district okay how the districts are not like a full district passing through a full district no maybe a boundary of a district you know what i mean so yeah it's not actually looking good out there when it comes to schooling outside your district because all of these are part of the problems that comes with it and to be honest that um policy is taking away a lot of money in the country and it's one of the major causes of the economic situation in the country no, let, let's not even bring COVID and all those kind of things into it it's one of the major um, reasons that's bringing up the economic situation that we are facing now because a lot of money is going to free education P- um, the, the, the initiative wasn't actually well explained to a lot of folks in the country so they feel like with free education the government's paying for everything including your school uniforms including your textbooks including your exercise books workbooks and also the government is paying for your school fees your feeding and everything i mean putting a lot of investment into education and not actually seeing the results good results of it it doesn't really talk well about the country's education and putting a lot of investment or money into education and making it look like a child's play doesn't actually like look good at all so yeah the, the government could do a lot in the education sector because the education sector is really lacking if we are being fair the education sector is really lacking and it's, it's not looking good the world is changing and the world is upgrading and advancing day by day and we need to upgrade we need to actually ride along we are trying to be like like the united states where we are not doing the right thing 
we are not putting money in the right place we are always putting money in the wrong places and how how do we expect that to be of help to us it can't help us yeah and aside that i, I actually want to tackle this before i go away i actually want to tackle this before yeah, so moving on away from the whole education thing, I think, you know, in the Ghanaian society, we push a lot of children into specializations and sectors that they're actually not passionate about. So I feel like looking at looking and understanding at the whole education system, parents and society should understand how the education system works and also know where to put their children is your ch is your child passionate about pharmacy is your child passionate about human biology is your child passionate about architecture history geography economics biological science biochemistry you know is your, is your child even interested in any of the engineering programs or is your child an arts person is a child even someone who would want to rationalize who want to bring out new ideas so someone who is even into fashion you know we should actually put our our, our children into the good areas or the not just the good areas areas that they are actually passionate about that's where it's uh, that w that's where it would actually like benefit them because if someone is actually passionate about what they are doing it actually helps them because completing university i was talking with a lot of my colleagues way back in uni and we were just discussing about everything life and everything and some, someone was telling me she, he wasn't actually passionate about why he came to study in the university and now he doesn't even know what, where he's heading so and i was like if you weren't passionate then why did you come and do it in first when he was like i just wanted to come to uni okay and i was like did you even have a discussion with your parents about it and he told me he didn't have discussions about the parents knew he's coming to uni so he came to uni and he came to uni without knowing or like having a passion up for for the program that you come to study so i think there should be an education on that sector to help people understand the education system the kind of programs subjects or courses in the curriculum and where people are actually passionate about it just can't be just one way all the time yeah so all of this is going to help us to build a better country in future. So me the very first time I'm so more implemented here with me, me kind of say you won't work. And even if it does pressure about your parents, so at the long run, because more number teachers can. Can you imagine say your last born way to school or boarding house when you are can you imagine, sir, so this free SHS thing we know, they are even like spending more money than, say, or more tier fees in poor school because, number one, they don't even get food. Like, a median school and so on. So, of course, yeah, you have to make sure, say, a colony is fully loaded with food. There no cramp, no one is a pro, and a median is a say, and a median is a Teachers want also, in fact, the school doesn't get anything in there. No, so they are looking for means and ways to like get money to run through the school's system. There no nobody PTA, PTA fees, Nayaji, extra classes, Nayaji, once name in seen, Nayaji, in Tuntumbiu, Nayaji. In the end of the day, if you are to even calculate the amount of money they pay in school now. Like it's way past the mutia fees, like a chemocras or mutia fees. So me me I outright knew I wasn't going to work because number one, you are going to put pressure on the facilities. Now I don't cry to your fees in put facilities, no and so now how much more you in your fees? Hey boy.
me I outright knew say it wouldn't work. <clears throat> now me they they're trying so hard to make our system look like that of the Western world. We are not like them. In any way we are not like them. And I feel like your leaders know they are not willing to sit down and actually learn because your system no share your African setting it's quite um, how do you call it? A a dicey moon, but we we are very good. If if so observe yeah, we say your learners now are more school now. In as much as we struggle, you know, we do so well, but the system is not helping us to become even better than we are. What you say? And me, I always commend the Asians. I say when it comes to the education system, especially the Chinese. Um, we say the the Koreans, the Japanese, the Indonesians, the Singaporeans. Oh my God! I I always commend them. Say, like in as much as we took we took the lead in, in, in colonial liberation, than earlier than they did. No? They've improved so much because they got to understand their system and they got to understand that certain things are not going to like just pop out of the blue unless we work for it, unless we strategize. By a hand and say we don't have anything of sorts. Like they just do it for doing sake. And partisan politics is killing us. Like seriously, it's really killing us. I don't need actually and they say. And Krananga saying, Yeah, the Papibiano Musian will school, and Momobafia no mass and the Bonnie Packer, Abba Bay, and vacation classes will fear, and also you have to pay. And I always wonder, saying to you, Omona, Omo parents moon need be not to pay for all these extra, extra, extra stuff now. And Kalanu be here in this Omo learning experience now. How, how would they cope? Like, Charlie. Yeah guys, so we are coming to the we've come to the end. No, we are coming. We have we've actually come to the end of this episode and I'm so grateful for you all. The love and support you show me each and every day, even though I've not been consistent. Um it's 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 a matter of time, you know. Sometimes circumstances don't allow me to come up with new episodes, so I'm actually grateful to be here today and I'm going to try and be co- very consistent, manage my time very well and bring up new um, episodes each and every time. So talking about, you know, pressing social issues in our society because this, um, because this um, um, pod is about, you know, society and culture. So we look at pressing societal issues and, you know, everything about society and culture. We just look at it over here. So do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to share with your family and friends. And do not forget to rate us on any listening platform you listen to your podcast on. And do not forget to also send us a comment or, yeah, a review or whatever. Yeah, and very soon we're going to establish our YouTube channel and would entreat all of you to share with us and also to be with us throughout the way. Thank you and God be with you. And also have a nice week and a weekend ahead i mean enjoy your month and everything good is coming up in your life say amen